everyone. Welcome to the Help Me Run the Show. This is where we talk about building sexy brands and turning them into profit-making machines. On this show, I bring in influencers, professionals, brands that are making a change in this world, that are leaving a legacy with their business and they're taking their brand to the next level. I've got some pretty special guests here today. Now, I have never had this guy on my show, actually. <laughs> We've got the unstoppable server himself showing up live. Um, what are you? What are you doing over here, buddy? My French press going on. Coffee for anyone? I, was say, I thought you were a barista master, but you pushed that thing down fast. Yeah, you got it. Slow, it. Right, so that, anyone knows anything about the Swano? Um, by the way, my name is Rhonda Swan. I am the CEO and founder of the Unstoppable Branding Agency, and uh, this is my uh, hubby over here, the Unstoppable Surfer. But every single day, Swano makes coffee. That smells really nice, actually. Yeah. And I have water in my coffee cup, and I think now I want coffee. Slam the water. All right, let's, well, let's, let's fill it up. So, but every morning, Swano <sighs> writes me a letter. And I tell you what, if there's one thing that you can do for your spouse, it is keeping it real and making coffee and writing a little lever, letter to don't, make things. Don't forget the flowers. You don't bring these flowers. I don't get the flowers. He does I not bring the flowers. He orchestrates somebody to bring you the flowers. Swano that's, does that's not bring the flowers. bring the flowers. Not these flowers, but the ones that fall. Oh, you're around. right. He makes, he brings flowers to my notes every day. Okay. All right, I'm digressing because Swano's never been on my show. But we have a really special guest today, and uh, I'm excited to have you on here. Where today's topic is going to be about sexifying your social media and understanding what's up with this whole topic about influencer marketing. So my guest is Kenzo Kieran, and he's actually a, a social media influencer, if you will. But I know you're a lot more than that. Don't worry. Yeah, I don't really because like that doesn't word, even like he doesn't even like holding on to that label because. What Kenzo and his crew did, he's part of the High End Life crew, is was really pioneers of what this whole influencer economy has become. But more importantly, you've not only built multiple accounts to millions in its following, but also crafted and built a network of over 20-some million people that are really part of building this creator uh, economy, if you will. So I'm excited to have you here, by the way, Kenzo. Very excited so, to be here, yeah. So cool. Cheers, cheers to our talking. Yes. Yeah. Our emoji mugs, by the way. Um, I'm always going to reveal everything. Uh, this There's a reason why Swano has these mugs. Can you tell everyone on the show uh, why we have these emoji mugs? So we went Christmas shopping about uh, three weeks ago, and uh, we needed to buy wine. And, and, and you have to, like, smuggle it somehow. So I bought <laughs> smiley face coffee mugs, and uh, we walked around the mall with all right, so if you know yeah. me, right, I love red wine. There's no jokes about that one. And Swano loves to drink red wine everywhere. And so in Bali, right, the malls and stuff, they don't have bars or little wine clubs. No. And we were doing stuff that guys don't like to do, which is shopping. No. We were doing Christmas shopping. So he's like, I'm going to get myself some wine. It's like, you're not going to go get some wine. Sure enough, goes upstairs, comes down with some emoji, coffee mugs, and a bottle of wine. And then it was a really great Christmas shopping time. This was fun. And we have our Christmas tree that's already decorated. Happy holidays. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. Kenzo, let's get back to you. Let's do it. So tell us a little bit about you, like what you're passionate about. Because what I love the most about what you've done in, um, in what you're doing now is really taking your passion and turning it into your lifestyle. And a lot of people, especially that are watching my show, they have companies, they have businesses, and they're, they're looking to hopefully bring it online, right? They're either brick and mortar and they want to learn how to be able to travel like we've done, but how to influence more people with their brand and to take their passion and showcase it to others. So 
why don't you share a little bit about you, where you're from, what you're all about, and let's start tapping into this. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess first and foremost, I will say that, yeah, I do not like the word influencer. Yeah, I know I it's the it. common term, but I like to think of it more as like storytellers. You know, yeah, we're all yeah. creatives and we come in many different mediums and have all kinds of different creative ways to tell our stories. So yeah. I like to think of it as we are storytellers. And I think that's quite telling with just this whole influencer economy and what yeah. it's all about. Because all of us, myself included, we got started just by telling our stories. You know, so a little bit about myself. I'm from Vancouver, BC, Canada, uh, 31 years old. And yeah, passion for travel. That's kind of where it all started for me. Mm-hmm. I was pretty fortunate to start traveling at a pretty young age. And in traveling, it was just obviously the, you know, adventure, the new experiences, experiencing other cultures mm-hmm. and just kind of meeting and getting to know people on the other side of the world. And I think through that, not only was I able to connect and learn how to connect with different people from all over the world, but it was just this nonstop, just kind of like stimulation of just like how big the world really is when, you know, a lot of what people really only know is their own backyard or family well, and friends. Well, I mean, the thing about uh, North America, right? You're from Canada. We're mm-hmm. from America. I think right now, what is it? Like 33% of North Americans have a passport. Wow. That's mind blowing. Crazy. Yeah. To think that 33% of people, by the way, if you're on the show, um, tell us where you're coming in from and do you have a passport? Hashtag, I have a passport. passport. Hashtag, no passport. Right? Because that's, it's it's crazy to even consider it. So what's going on now, like we've been working online, Brian and I, for 15 years. Our whole company has been built on the internet, Mm -hmm. utilizing the internet. And, but we weren't tapping into as much of this whole travel and leveraging this travel to you know not only gain a life but you guys started and the things that you've started to do you started to realize some things that you could actually start inspiring other people and get paid to do it as well so kind of talk to us about your journey and how you started in the travel side and then where you have been able to take it from there with you know with part of high end life and really what you're all about for sure yeah so i guess you know as i was traveling i you know was always a creative as well yeah. so you know it started with drawing painting just doing all kinds of forms of art then eventually i got a camera in my hands and then photography videography and editing started to kick mm-hmm. in yeah. right around that time was when facebook was just starting to come out so i'd get back from these trips and obviously want to show my photos and basically just to friends and family mm-hmm. it was never about showcasing it to the world yeah. and obviously when you post these photos and people have never seen these things before you start to get the response and the curiosity yeah, 77% of and the world is like exactly what? and then you know <laughs> other people you've never even heard of start commenting yeah. so you're like you know a little light bulb moment went off even back then of like mm-hmm. wow this is incredible like i'm now talking to somebody in indonesia or yeah. in brazil and all these things and actually making friends and stuff so that's kind of how it started for me and even back then i didn't really realize where you know the direction it was going to be going into yeah. you mind if i jump in because what's crazy is when we started 15 years ago when facebook and youtube we were posting just so we could market products where you came on yeah to just like I wanted just to inspire. share my passion, yeah. share it. So it's a whole. We came from two different worlds. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, wow, this is a new platform that we can post on. And market. Yeah, my mind was nowhere in that direction. <laughs> right? It was literally like I might lose my computer, my hard drives, or these actual, you know, paper images one day. So I want a bank of my memories, yeah. and you know, also just show this to my friends and family. So that's kind of where Facebook came in for me. And then obviously as things kind of progressed and like I said, this kind of traffic started coming in and started being able to connect with people from all over the world. It just started progressing from there. Um, So, yeah, you know, it was kind of marrying those two passions together, which is travel and creativity. And then over time, you know, as I said, just the stories kind of started forming. 
And yeah, so eventually, you know, and it's funny that we're here in Bali, and hey, I'm so glad to be back here. This yes. is kind of where the journey all started for me. Mm. This is like my home away from home. So eventually, I moved to Bali. I、uh, actually won this kind of worldwide、uh, contest, which gave me a seven-month grand prize to become a scuba diving instructor. And that was also the first time I really kind of realized the power of social media and leveraging, you know, attention and just kind of building、yeah. followings. So, you know, I won't go too much into that, but it became a scuba dive instructor thing. Then I continued traveling and just documenting my experiences. What What year was that? That was in 2011. Okay. Yeah. So that just you know, yeah, not not long ago, not long, long enough, ago. right when things started to, to take off.、Um, what I love the most, and by the way, if you guys are watching and you're like,、uh, all right. I'm, you know, my late 30s or 40s or 50s. I can't be this influencer. Don't worry, because the topic of today is if you are a business owner, an entrepreneur, and you're realizing you have to start understanding, realizing that this influencer economy is real. Social media is real, and you need to understand how to leverage it as a business owner. So the conversation is also going to turn to today on how you can, as a business owner, leverage influencers to pay less money for your marketing and to get in front of more people. Also, if you are wanting to be an influencer, we're going to tap into how you can actually do it. So, what I want to do, though, Kenzo, because some of the stuff that you've done is pretty miraculous, right? And I want to give everyone a real feel of you as a scuba diver and how you've created content underwater, what you've done, and how being able to be a storyteller and to inspire the world can be like. So, why don't we roll Kenzo's clip and let's really watch how that can feel? Let's do it. That's when I actually kind of thought, like, this actually could be a reality, and this is something that, you know, is not just a dream; it's something that's attainable. Looking at that page, I still remember today. I was like, I'm gonna win that thing. I got that training, and that was luckily a job that I could take with me anywhere I went. So essentially, I was able to be my own boss. Whole world of places that you can take a skill and a certification like that. And literally, I had a globe in my room, and I was spinning the globe trying to see where it would land, and then look into that place as a possibility. Where do I want to go? Where is my next office going to be? What beach am I going to be wanting to work from? And there's no greater feeling than when you don't have deadlines from this and orders from that, and you know, just total freedoms. I wasn't in the beginning so focused on building up my own brand, making Kenzo Kieran, you know, a million follower account. It was more to continually work on my own skills, continually strengthen my editing and videography, so that I could reach out to these other influencers that I admired, that I'd been following for a long time, and try to provide value to them. And once you kind of start that lifestyle, there's just never any shortage. There would be people like, "Hey, I know you travel. I know you're this. I know you're that." It was never enough time to go to all these places. It always seems a little bit tricky to kind of get started, but once you kind of get that momentum and that ball rolling, there's no stopping. We do have that ability to just be anywhere on the planet, and it's never been, I think, easier. It's never been more attainable, and gotta take advantage of that. Wow! Powerful. I mean, how does that even feel? Like, do you guys ever imagine being just be able to be in that space and making those kind of decisions? So let's talk about that. Let's share a little bit about the experiences that you've had, and you know how then you 
we're able to start taking it now into really a business. I mean, this is the reality of what's taken place. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, for myself, when I first started getting into it, it was, uh, you know, more just to leverage experiences. So yeah. I would obviously, you know, save up and go on this trip or book this dive vacation or whatnot and pay a bunch of money. Then uh, after time through like my content creation and people taking notice, it was like, hey, we'll fly you out here. You can join this trip that would normally cost $3,000, $5,000, dollars Just make a video. And that's kind of, once again, a little light bulb moment where I was like, oh, wait a minute here, this is like, this actually could be not only something that I can save money, but how do I scale up from here and actually make money doing this? And like I said, around that time I started, you know, I was aware of this, uh, you know, group of guys called High on Life. Yeah. And believe it or not, they actually lived in the same city, like five, 10 minutes away from me. But the first time I actually met them was in Thailand. We were all, you know, backpacking and traveling around. I saw on their, you know, social media that they were in Thailand. I was there too. So I was like, all right, guys, we got to connect. So ever since then, you know, we kind of had that bonding moment at the full moon party and I would just kind of pay attention and watch to see what they were doing mm. because they were a team of four guys and they were going like way harder than I was. And every time we were back in Vancouver, you know, I always made an effort just because like myself, they were following their passions. They were doing what they were, they, you know, were doing what they love and they had this energy about them that was absolutely contagious. Yeah. So we always tried to cross paths and, you know, kind of come back together whenever we we're in the same place. One and year, just so I can get, we can get that was, I think, 2012. Here. 2012 okay. was the first time we officially met. So a year after I had left and they right. had kind of done something similar where they had basically saved up every dollar they could. I think uh, after I don't know how much time of work, they saved up 10 grand each and then they quit their job and said, we're going traveling. We're just kind of going to go see and figure this out and yeah. see what happens. Right. And, you know, throughout their process, they were doing something similar, which was just telling stories, documenting their experiences, following their passions and just throwing that out into the world. By With the way, me. if anyone here, if, if you have, are, are, have ever seen one of their films, you got to share it down below and the inspiration They've become obviously incredible friends of ours and very near and dear to our heart. Um, but make sure that you go and follow this YouTube channel. It's, it's outstanding. The, the work and the films that you guys have created have completely transformed people's lives. Yeah, like you've that. opened up so much possibility to the world. I mean, if it's true that 33% of the world of North America only has a passport, what are the others doing? They're sitting there consuming content. Now, you know, I talk often about this and we talk, Brian and I with Hanalei, are you a consumer or are you a producer? Now we look at, we produce content so that others can consume it, right? And then we consume enough to make better content. Now that's the mindset of a marketer and how you guys started to uh, really begin your, uh, your path was you were just doing it for, to sharing and you started mm -hmm. to see people are loving this stuff. Mm -hmm. You became, producers of content that the world was desiring and like absolutely loving and needing. But at that time, you were all working at bars or saving yeah. some money up, yeah. right? And you're yeah. like, let's go save up for a, a trip, right? And yeah, then you it started was a side hustle. It wasn't even a full-time real thing. It was just like, this is what we want to do, so let's go do it. And, you know, it wasn't until, like I said, those brands started noticing and that first trip where they're like, hey, you know, like, why don't you come here and make a video for us? And after that video and them seeing the kind of content we were creating and how their audience was obviously like, yeah. wow, this is great. They're like, you know, what are you guys doing from here? Do you want to go to this country and that country? And then, you know, once again, light bulb moments kind of went off. It's like, there is something to this. How do we tap into this? And how do we actually turn this into a business? So, you know, the business side of things, it was just, you know, figuring it out along the way. We obviously had, you know, a little bit of background in business, took some courses in university and whatnot, but had no idea just the, 
the scalability of a business on social media. Yeah. And, you know, we also understood that, like, you know, like you said, not all brands and businesses want to be creators or have the ability to tell stories like, you know, influencers and creators can. And that's where we realize there is this, like, marrying of the two worlds where we get to do what we love and get paid to do it, obviously. And they get to, you know, send their message and kind of, like, align with people that, are able to do what they're not able to do. So, yeah. you know, that's kind of the world we're falling into now. And it is exciting times. And yeah. it is only just getting started, which is... Yeah. That, and that was the question. It's yeah. only getting started. Because a lot of people think, well, you know what, I missed the boat on Facebook. Yeah, I missed yeah. the boat no on... Way. Yeah. It's only at its infancy stage We are right scratching now. the surface. And that's the thing is the attention is there right now, but it is still very underpriced attention. And that's the thing that we've realized is... It's taken off real fast, but the boat has definitely not left. So, well, I mean, we, you know, obviously we all follow Gary Vee, right? And he's like, look, guys, love that man. The world yeah. is changing, right? Yeah. He's like, look, if you are not, you know, leveraging social media right now, whether it's telling your story or allowing others to tell your story, you're going to be missed because big brands are seeing it. Now, let's talk about big brands because mm -hmm. here's where I look at trends and I look at what's going on. We're old school. Like seriously, oh. we're old school. We met you guys about over a year and a half ago. Yeah, we've yeah, been we were rock stars when YouTube started, right? That was before um, you know everyone just really diluting it. So we it's were just like, cat videos. Yeah, so yeah. Exactly. We, well, we started in two thousand eight, so this is where yeah. I want to give the time references. Mm -hmm. We were digital nomads before there's so, such a thing called digital, digital nomads. nomads. Right. You were an influencer. We were never like an influencer. You were an influencer before an influencer. Yeah. But the thing is, when we met you, we're like, we we know how to market, we know how to do this, but these guys got something that we don't have, and we we started tapping into you when we met you. Yeah, and vice versa. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's so we knew how to sell products on social media. <laughs> we were using it just to share and like, oh, make sure our family could see what we were up to. But man, I had a point with what we were doing. I knew because I look at trends. I was like, okay, the world's eyeballs right now, Facebook is um, has we got 7.6 billion people in the world. Over 4.6, if not now, into the fives are in social media and Facebook, right? And we look at how I look at um, Facebook. Because Facebook's like becoming our, our place for our families to check on us, but it's also like <laughs> your talk shows, place where you can just share stuff that's going on, what's my daily stuff, right? And then we've got YouTube. Now, YouTube's like a reality show, like where you're literally, which is what you guys kind of turned it into, like a reality show where vlogs started to come mm -hmm. in. Like this is your, you know, day to day, my reality, and people are tuning in. Yeah. You know, it's not TV it's anymore. It's raw. It's real. It's yeah. real, right? And then, of course, now Instagram on the social platform is thumb stopper content. It's micro bits of content. It's ways for people to catch an eye, and then you take them into a different world. And so let's talk about that now how the trend started to work. Us being old school, we were marketing. We are mm. marketers, right? We, we built a business. We had products to sell. We were marketing. Then when we met you, and literally we pretty much met you guys a year and a half ago, yep. and I and that's really when more so influencer marketing became a thing. Like it was already happening. Yeah, yeah. Like happening. there was others that were doing it, but they were still broke. Mm -hmm. They were saving as much money as they could to go, and they yeah. were taking a lot of great pictures. And everyone's like, "Oh, your life's amazing!" Yeah. And we're going, "Well, we just sell products. Yeah, we've been traveling for twelve years now, but we're not broke, right?" <laughs> a lot of people were broke doing it. So I always <laughs> like go, "All right, let's compare what's going on." You guys started to get real smart though. You realized that you were a commodity, that you actually, you had value, that the attention that you had was valuable and big brands started to beam in on this. Yeah, I mean, definitely uh, we realized we were onto something special there and it wasn't until that first brand deal where we were like, 
wait, what, you're going to pay us this much to travel and like do all these cool experiences that normally we would pay for? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it just kind of, you know, we stumbled upon it without even fully realizing it. But, you know, like I said, I think, you know, like a lot of the influencers out there and just like creators, they, you know, I won't say they don't always have the most business mind, but we had a little bit more of a kind of perception with like, okay, how can we separate ourselves from the rest and really like, you know, over deliver with our value, but like stay true to our own content while also conveying that same message of the brand. Yeah. So that's why. And I think this is something very important to keep in mind for not only the creative, but also the brand is aligning with the right influencers. So your message can kind of, you know, not only so you can capitalize off of the audience that mm -hmm. these creators have, you know, amassed because that's important. You know, it, just like traditional ads and commercials, that commercial comes on, you know, you're suddenly being sold to or that's an advertisement. Yeah. And the beauty with the whole influencer marketing and all these just different platforms that you can now use is these audiences have already been primed and there's already that quality connection and that trust factor there. So it's important to kind of understand and just like kind of play in and find that synchronicity with the trust they've already built and the product or the brand that you're trying to kind of, you know, cross pollinate in there. And that's why, yeah, it's this kind of intricate web and it's very multifaceted and there's many, you know, things that can make you pull your hair out and wonder like, how do I even, you know, understand Definitely, this? Yeah. And that's something that not only we, you know, navigated from being the creatives, but also working with the brands, but also in, you know, building this kind of social media empire is like trying to understand how we can actually provide these brands value and yeah. align in the right way. So what was the first wait, 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 one last thing, just reference point. Was, are we talking five figures, six figures for these brand deals? I mean, six figures was definitely the biggest ones that we got. And there yeah. was a couple of those. And yeah, once again, it's it's hard to understand, you know, what that value is, not only for the creator right. to say like, I'm worth yeah. this amount because this is my audience, this is my traffic. And it's also tricky for the brand to understand and see, you know, that kind of like return of investment and, you know, it's kind of like quantify the ROI yeah. but just like anything you show per a person one ad that might not convert but if you kind of see that over time in the right way and kind of align with that you know the core values of yeah. each specific influencer and that's when you start to see your brand build and your you know kind of conversions go up so well, yeah, let's, we've, let's, we've, just, let's talk about that. So here's brands. What was the, some of the first brand deals you guys did? Uh, with Royal Caribbean was definitely one of the first big ones. Uh, we did a brand deal with Hyundai, which was also sweet. We got to road trip around southern Spain in a Hyundai car and, you know, just experience all these cool things. <laughs> oh, you know, cool. we've worked with Malibu. We've done small ones. We've done big ones. Yeah. There's been ones where right off the bat, we actually didn't even ask for money just because we wanted to show the brand what we could do. We were mm. happy. We were using their products anyway. So there's, like I said, many different avenues where you can kind of, you know, test an influencer to see if it's the right, you know, kind of audience that yeah. they have and, you know, just eventually kind of like, like I said, capitalize off of either the brand's, you know, marketing well, endeavors. Well, or I mean, like for no longer, I've got a 12 year old, right? So right. I've got Hanalei's 12. When I grew up, we were watching TV. Yeah. I made Christmas present decisions because I saw the next yeah. ad of the Magic 8-Ball, by the way, which is my favorite. And I probably saw an ad when I was like six and I wanted a Magic 8-Ball, right? Hanalei does not watch television. She doesn't no. watch ads. I haven't had cable for like three, four years. Right? Yeah. We've got Netflix now, no ads, you know? And so now, of course, social media is getting a little more savvy because mm -hmm. they're tapping in ads and they're trying to get in front of our attention. But because you said one thing, it's attention. Everything of social media, we are literally buying attention. If you're a business owner and you are leveraging social media for ads, that's all you're doing. You're buying someone's attention at that moment. So 
if we start thinking as business owners, I'm gonna talk about business owners first so that you guys can really get where I'm coming from. I look at, okay, here's these brands. I'm a brand, right? And there's someone like you that's traveling and you know, I want your eyeballs. You've got eyeballs. Mm -hmm. See, marketing, we're buying eyeballs. We're buying, we're hoping hmm. to attract that eyeball. On the influencer side, you are doing so many amazing things. These people, you have an audience. And they're like, gosh, I just love what they do, love what they do, love what they do, love what they do. So now you, let's say, HS Styles, just Hanley's fashion hmm. brand, we put some, some gear on, and some swag on, on you, right? Or on the High Life team. Now, all of a sudden, they're like, whoa, chicken, I got this bamboo t-shirt on today. Yeah. Like, talk about how you guys figured this out because I see that so clearly that I'm buying eyeballs to try to market, but with you just start wearing it and start sharing it, all of a sudden, people are going, I want that bamboo t-shirt. Wait, I want that HS Styles. And boom, now we're redirecting the eyeballs and the attention because there's trust. For sure. And I think that's the key word. And I think that's, you know, like I say, where you want to come in line with brands that you actually want to get behind. You know, yeah. if you're just getting paid, that comes through. You know, you can see it like, yes. oh, check out this new thing, you know, swipe up, whatever. It's not going to be authentic. And therefore, your audience will probably see through it. And I think even right now, you know, the audience is starting to catch on with things like, oh, that's another paid promotion. Totally. And yes, you know, Instagram and Facebook are making you tag it just so you can understand when you're being advertised to because yeah. this is, you know, this is Everybody. a wild, wild west. It's yeah. a whole new world. But I think the key is, yeah, you know, as a brand, finding those influencers that either already use your product because that mm -hmm. is just such a good relationship yeah. to have rather than, oh, that person has this huge following or I want to just capitalize off that attention. Here's some money. Do your thing because not, you know, most often than not, although it can work because, you know, you're just you showcase it to a million people. Chances are, even if it's inauthentic, you might capitalize on a small percentage. But what will be a way more long term kind of value is just aligning with people that are actually passionate about your product or your brand because that will come through in the content. So that was our first guiding point is just like not selling out and keeping our kind of authenticity and our own, you know, kind of core values with what we are all about yeah. and only partnering with those types of brands. So, well, you said something beginning, you said it's all about storytelling, right? I mean, if you think about it, a brand. If they've got a story and then you have a story, you're like, wow, we are so aligned. Yeah. Like, what a perfect combination. Like, what a great way for you as an influencer. Say, hey, let me make some content for you. Let me do a film for you. Or let me just go travel or wear your stuff and even talk about it or drink your stuff and, and share it that you actually authentically love it. I think that's really important. Yeah. But as the brand, it's about telling your story as well. Exactly. Why would you accept wearing Hanalei Swan's bamboo t-shirts? Yeah, and I think that's important to keep in mind as well is how to not stifle the creativity of these storytellers story because, yeah. you know, if you have all these deliverables and you're nitpicking and you're like, we want it told this way and that way and that way, once again, you take away the creativity that makes our content, you know, captivating to our audience. So, you know, once again, it does take a little bit of homework and we've kind of learned to understand not only how that works with our own personal brand and how each brand that you work with, it differs. You know, you might mm -hmm. have to cater it a little bit differently this brand or this brand might be a bit more rigid so how can we adapt our content to fit that style because ultimately we want the brand to be happy right um, and then also you know in, in building this whole Instagram network we realize the potential of how many other people are out there a lot of people which 
do not understand this whole influencer economy or are still doing things for free and providing their yeah. value. So a lot of times, you know, in this whole network of pages that we've built, we've been able to connect with all these athletes, you know, influencers, actors, models and stuff, and then align them with the right brand. So we've, you know, kind of created this agency where we've taken our knowledge from just our whole process of you know, social media and content creation and just all the many emails and back and forth and brand deals that we've done and kind of almost just like bridge the gap between, you know, the creatives and the brands and businesses. So we're pretty, you know, I like to think we're pretty dialed at this point, but yeah. at the same time, we're still figuring things out. It's still very, you know, it's adapting, it's changing every day. The audience is getting smarter and the brands are finally, you know, kind of jumping on board with this. So yeah, it's like I said, it's interesting times and for sure it's only getting started. What well, is so, so I'm I'm looking at some stats, right? And um, statistics are that the influencer marketing right now, just influencer economy, is a billion dollar industry, mm-hmm. right? So if you think about billion dollar industry, what does that really mean? Does it mean that these influencers are 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 building billion dollars of eyeballs and interest and buying power, right? So if I were then like, my daughter's brand, you know, I would just use Hanalei because Hanalei, my daughter, um, is a fashion designer, right? She is use bamboo clothing and sustainability. So our first whole year and a half, all really the first two years, we were giving stuff away. Mm-hmm. We were reaching out and aligning with other influencers and we were telling our story. Now, initially it cost us about maybe 25 to 30 K. We invested in influencer marketing mm-hmm. just in the beginning. And that was giving clothing away. Now I've also done some research recently and there's a, another whole level. So people are going, ah, oh, well, I'm not a big brand. I'm not Hyundai. I'm not Malibu rum. How do we tap into this? Well, there is a whole nother level. That's not just six figure brand deals. They're called micro influencers, mm-hmm. right? Micro influencers, those that have an audience, enough audience. Even when I talk about brand building and help my clients build, you know, your uh, launch your products or get in front of more people, you don't need thousands and billions and millions of people. No. What if you had a thousand people that loved what you talked about? A thousand true fans, right? Right? Yeah. That's really all you need. Mm-hmm. And that decided that, wow, what you talk about is what I want and they buy your stuff. A thousand. That's a lot of people. So let's talk about this. Um, micro-influencers, I, I think the stats were, end up being that there's a, about 80, 52% of micro-influencers are charging about $250, let's say, to do postings, to stories. And then over 80% of them are, char- are, are going just a bit above the 500 mark. Mm-hmm. So that is cheap. It's super cheap. Yeah, if you were to calculate probably it's that cheap. attention. And once again, the quality of attention you might get from Facebook and retargeting, although if you have it you know, dialed, it can be good. But this is a whole different quality that yes. we're still figuring out what that value right. is. Right? And mostly the other micro-influencers are still doing stuff for free. Yeah, so there are right. so many times where, you know, once again, if it's the right product, the right brand, the right alignment, they'll be happy to do it for free just to say they're working with you. So it's a whole different kind of, you know, negotiation in there. But even if you are paying, it's like 200 bucks to reach 10,000, 20,000, whatever people, it's ridiculously underpriced. It's unreal. Let me put put it this. So in the traditional sense, we've had TV ads that are, you know, Production costs and da 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 da. Magazine. But do you remember when Google, honey, when Google, like that was a gold mine. (laughs) Gold mine. Like you can actually put a keyword in that it's like, and I can get in front of that person. It was like cents. And then what happened? In 2007, 2008, is Google did the Google slap? Yeah, but even before that, yeah. Well, it was cheap until it started to get saturated with so many people. Mm -hmm. And one day, I think I put, online business as my keyword and I I was I left my 
Google account open. I spent like $1,000 in like two minutes because that many people were going for wow. that keyword Jesus. and I was spending way more money on it, <laughs> right. right? Which brings us up to the topic of how right now, influencer marketing is still cheap. Very cheap. Gary Vee just said that. So, watch. So go, just watch go us. Ahead, so bro. Google, then we started doing YouTube, and then we started doing Facebook because it was a yeah. platform, and we didn't understand it, but we're like, yeah. oh my God, this is so yeah. cheap. Yeah. Like, so cheap. And right now, Facebook, YouTube is still, still cheap. cheap. Still cheap. But now I mean, Facebook is diluting a bit. I mean, in, like, going into more of the Instagram uh, 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 arena on the platform for Instagram, I think there's a lot more opportunity there. What do yeah, you think? 100%. I mean, YouTube yeah, like for myself, I don't use Facebook as much as I did. And for most of the people around me, you know, they might share a post that they've done primarily on Instagram, yeah. maybe reformat a little bit to Facebook. But Right now, Instagram, to me, I think is the hottest platform out there. And you look, you go to a bar, you talk to anyone, it's like, oh, what's your Instagram? Let me see your Instagram. It is like the business card, card. digital business card of the world. And, you know, in some ways you could look at that and kind of scoff, but at the same time, it is 100% essential and important. And, you know, there is actually value in that in actually creating these true connections and using it for a business. So, you know, like I said before, you know, before when I would post on Facebook, it would be to show my friends and family. And then over time, when I started to realize, oh, I can actually reach the entire world. Now we have an ability to reach literally like if I want to target, you know, people in this country for whatever product, boom, I can do it literally through searching. So I can get this like acquisition from for free, essentially. Right. And then when you tap into the influencers who are in that space and use the keywords within the platform, which is for free, like it just is this whole other world that, you know, once again, once you start to understand how to use it and kind of like you know, just learn some of the intricacies within it. You're just like, how the hell have I not been using this, you know, before? And I got to like triple down and quadruple yeah. down and get in on this now because yes. right now it is, yeah, it's cheap. It's oh, very undervalued. He's saying you got to triple down, double down, keep doing it because what I've seen, right, here we are, you know, ancient Chinese secrets in the online world, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Started 15, yeah, exactly. We started 15 years ago, social started, and we just double tapped heavily on Facebook ads, right? Because that's what we need to do. We're not having to do that anymore, right? Now, right now, uh, influencer marketing is inexpensive. But this is what we have to look at, what you just said about Instagram. You know, here I am, I'm an international speaker, I'm an author, we run a branding agency, right? I've got to find the right people, Mm -hmm. right? So getting your content in front of people is how you attract them, right? So either through an ad, but now what's happening is being a speaker, and you said this, Instagram is becoming a digital business card. If someone is looking to work with you, I don't care if they're a new client, if they're a host of a stage, or if they are someone that is looking to work with your company, guess what they're doing? Or employers even. I think last week I talked about, there was like seven out of 10 employers. That was are, a year ago. Are checking your Instagram, oh, yeah. your social yeah, media before they hire you. Yeah, actors, models, all right? things like, what's your Instagram? And a lot of people get gigs based on their following and based on the That's message it. that they are putting out there. You're so. bringing something to the table. Yeah, so that means that your following is valuable and it's allowing people to make choices whether they should work with you or not. So here I am a speaker, right? I started to really realize I've got to get into Instagram. I wasn't, I was barely providing, I was just like, oh, whatever, I go on Facebook, so I run Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm gonna get asked to be on stage, they are checking my Instagram, they wanna know what is your social impact? Mm-hmm. What can you do for us? What, when you post, 
How many eyeballs? How many people are com commenting? Oh, yeah. Where's your engagement at? Mm -hmm. And that alone is determining whether I'm a great speaker it's or crazy. not. Yeah, it's crazy. And in some ways, you know, you could look at that as being like, you know, this overwhelming, holy shit, how do I get started? But in another way, you know, as the creator or the speaker or whatever, you know, niche that you're going for, whatever your profession or brand is, it's another opportunity to showcase what you're all about. Yeah. Right. So, you know, for example, I could give you a business card. It's a piece of paper. It's like, cool. Or a resume or whatever, a cover shot. That doesn't give you the same insight to who I am and what I'm about as content, waves and waves of content, stories, live streams, seeing the comments of your audience. So, you know, on one side, it's this whole other world of showcasing who you are. On the other side, it's like, yes, the following, the analytics, the engagement rate is massively important because that shows your audience and kind of your, you know, traffic and attention that you've been able to command through who you are. So it's an interesting world once again. And like, you know, once again, you you got to get started sooner or later yep. and it doesn't have to be this overwhelming thing you know we do say content is king so you want to put quality stuff on there but it doesn't have to be videos if you're not the person that wants to be direct to cam in your face you don't have to be you know it's more about the caption it can be about the photo it doesn't even have to be you in it nowadays right there's so much content in the world out there already that you can reformat remix repurpose or even just you know feature and talk about how that resonates with you the chances are that will resonate with somebody in your audience and that will attract more and more people. Well, I know most of my audience, um, you know, we're, we're in our 40s, right? We run businesses, we're busy, we got big clients, but we know that we've got to leverage social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. And what I've started to notice, and this is why I'm actually quite excited that we've now partnered together with um, our, some of my professional clients, CEOs, executives, professionals, that are needing this type of leverage and they need to know how that they're doing it right, mm -hmm. right? Most of us don't know how to do it. And yeah. we, we just partnered on a new client that is really bringing this whole new topic of body biohacking into the space. And he's a freaking amazing guy, expert. He's gonna be collaborating on an event with David Asprey who, who created um, Bulletproof Coffee. And He's like, guys, I know I need to do this. And they asked me, what's my profile? What do I need to do? And we're like, he goes, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. So sure enough, thank goodness, right? You we're friends with the top influencers of the, of the platform. Like, how do we do this? And how, how can I help my clients better, right? How do I help my clients be more leverageable, make more money, and get their brand and their business in front of more people? And so we're now we're partnering on helping him get the right content, curating the, the best content but doing it the right way and growing your audience so that it's real and it's true. Because I think that most people in our age, they're gonna ignore this. For sure. You can't ignore it. You can't ignore yeah. it. Yeah, and I think it's that fine line between, you know, first understanding who you are and what message you wanna put out, rather than I see that person doing this, I see that person doing that, I wanna repeat it because yeah. then obviously it's not gonna be authentic. It's always good to model who's doing what right and how can I adapt that and kind of switch it in my own way. And that's why I'm super excited, obviously, to partner up with you guys yeah. because you guys have been crushing it for a long time in a bit of a different realm than obviously we were, you know, kind of accustomed to. Whereas with us, it's all social media, it's content. We when we look at somebody that has this, you know, incredible story to tell, or even like celebrities, sometimes we look yeah. at, we're like. You're freaking a celebrity, but you have no idea what you're doing in social media. And within a second of oh just goodness. combing through their content, looking at their bio, looking at some stories, it's just like, yeah, it's I guess it's a trained eye from consuming so much content throughout the course of our life and being able to just make little tweaks 
just to make that message a little bit more, you know, kind of concrete. And then you bring in all the branding stuff together and how that, you know, aligns on the marketing side. And like I said, little tweaks here and there make a massive difference. And, you know, we've had some pretty good success stories and how we've come in. And even the other day, I was literally going to have a tattoo appointment with these guys. And here I am like, okay, this is going to cost a couple thousand bucks. Okay. Like, you know, and then I'm like, you guys have Instagram, right? And like, yeah, we just started. And I looked at it and within 15 minutes of like, don't do that. This is what you're doing wrong. This is what you're doing right. Double down on that. These guys are like jaws were dropping and now I'm getting this tattoo for free. And like, it's just like, and I've also just upped their game crazy. So it's like, right. you know, finding that balance between, you know, everything and also just like Knowledge putting that message out there. And yeah. Knowledge is currency. And I want everyone to hear this. You know, what you know is currency and what other people know is also currency to you. So you leverage, right? We're old hands. We're leveraging the young guys, the ones that have done it. I'm not, I don't hide that shit. I'm like, this is real. I want to know exactly what they know because it's currency to me. The more valuable my account becomes, the more valuable Hanalei's brand becomes, or value Unstoppable Family's brand becomes, the more valuable I am to you, my clients. And guess what? The more you realize that we are true, that we're trustworthy, you want what we've got. So this is, our, our knowledge is currency. Your knowledge is currency. You just got two grand and a tattoo. Yeah, yeah exactly. Can't wait. It's going to be painful, right? but see, I'm looking forward to it. You got the tattoo in your pocket yeah. and you got or the money in your pocket. You got a tattoo. I don't even have so a tattoo. Have to, right? yeah. yeah, that canvas is looking a little too blank, I must say. But yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting it is. Times. And, and you know, it's when you're like, when celebrities, like celebrities are reaching out to us, like, yeah. they're like, they we don't, don't have, even, they don't have time to learn it, yeah. right? You have to be enough to get, yeah, understand it enough to be deadly, right? But it's like, we see that you are doing something right. And now we're getting, we're like, holy cow, this is yeah. amazing. Yeah. But it's like, but it's so true because you can look at like one, wow, you could really do so much better. And it's, well, yeah, and you look at the few celebrities that have jumped on, like Will Smith and stuff like right. that, and they are absolutely crushing it. And they're realizing, I don't have to act anymore. I don't have to yeah, play this role. I can be myself, oh, yeah. and people freaking love it. Yeah. So all of we'll them, on. yeah, and there is a ton of them, too, that are realizing, like, I need to learn this space because yeah. I've been acting my whole life, and I do have really cool, unique stories, and I want to show the world more than my on-screen persona or whatnot. So, yeah, like I said, it doesn't matter what you know medium you're in or what kind of stories you want to tell or if you don't want to tell stories at all because there are so many creative people out there that can help tell your story. And, you know, that's obviously what we do, and we also just connect all these worlds together. And Yeah, I love that. So and everyone's like, oh, wait a minute, they're partnering. Yes, we are, and yes, you can get help. <laughs> um, and we can send you guys on, on where, to, where to do that. Um, but you know what I'd like to do? Um, is I want to show a video of you and, and the High Life team and the crew and the things that you've done because this is where influencer marketing is going. I want you as business owners to go, ah, oh, wow, can you imagine what you do, how you do it, being in front of or on or being worn or being spoken about by these type of people and how that can change the way that your business is being seen and the third party, right, consumer generated content, they become the consumer and they're talking about you can actually be a reality. So let's roll that clip and then we're gonna close you guys out for a moment, so stick around. Champions were 
All right, guys. Wow, pretty amazing, right? Like, that's a freaking amazing uh, film. Yeah, just, just a little snippet. Stuff. A little just snippet. Just a small but... little piece to see what you guys have done. And the world has changed because of it. They've shown people the world. And now they've been able to turn it into a business, a lifestyle, and a way to help other business owners. That's what we're all about, right? It's about how can I help someone else get what they want? I mean, Jim Rohn's my favorite. And he says, if you help more people get what they want, you will in return always get what you want. Mm. And I think that's probably one of the best um, philosophies to live by as a business. And so um, just so everyone's aware, yes, you guys can go to, we have a, a link called Swan Links. You can head on over there and there's a lot of options. You can see Instagram growth as an option. You'll see consultation, a brand consultation. And then you can actually talk to us and say, look guys, how can you help explode my brand? You know, how can I get yeah, where do know, I start? Yeah. Juice these guys got right. And we'll help you do that. But, um, but before we close the show, uh -oh. I've got always three questions I ask our guests. And then I'm bringing out the new one. Oh, the magic eight ball. The Oracle. Right? So yeah, because of Magic 8-Ball, the actual company of Magic 8-Ball was still around. They're like, wow. I'd be, oh, Mattel. I would be like asking Mattel to, you know, sponsor. This is not sponsored by Mattel, by the way. Yeah, although we will <laughs> take a Mattel sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> well, we will take one. Okay. Kenzo, questions. We have three questions. Right. And I want you to fire them off the top of your head. Number one question. Red or white? Wine, that is. Red. Red, okay. Yay, we knew you were in company, friend. I like the red. That's what happens when we stay at our villa. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> we've drank plenty of red yeah, wine. I like your style. In fact, there's red wine in the cups right now. Yeah. <laughs> not, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> All right, second is um, sriracha or Tabasco? I'm a sriracha guy. I'm a sriracha guy. Yeah, yeah. all the time? Most of the time, depending on what I'm eating. Mm. You know, I might have some chili, I'll throw some Tabasco in there. And, but for the most part, sriracha, sriracha all mayo. Right. Mm. Mm, all right, yeah, they kind of have their own place for me. Yeah. But I lean heavier on the Tabasco end. Do you know? I do, because yeah. sriracha is a little badass. creamy, and I like the vinegar yeah. side of Tabasco. Yeah. So it tells a lot about our personalities. Yeah, yeah you guys I'm, are... little, I'm a little on the vinegar side, and you're on the smoother creamy side. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh creamy goodness. <laughs> okay, last one is now I know everyone's, it's an easy one for you, but beach or mountains? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm a beach or guy. Ocean I'm or a land. beach guy. My brother got the mountain man. I'm the beach guy. I will forever be a beach guy. The ocean is my jam. Being in flip flops or bare feet, the sand, the waves, everything about the ocean and the beach yeah. is what I need in my well, life. You throw, so. you throw me off, maybe everyone else, because you have the mountain man look. I mean, I do ocean, love mountains. Ocean, mountains right? are great where the air is crisp. Being from Vancouver, where we got mountains, yeah. snowboarding, all that stuff. But if I had to choose where I would be for the rest of my life, it the is ocean. on the beach, listening to the waves. So. Well, beards. Beards are in. Beards are in now. Come, Come on. These, Look at these the, things. It's the new black. <laughs> My one's a little less wise than this guy, but I'm getting there. <laughs> but, I could, but this is a nice move. Yeah. I'll, I'll be there. Mm. Harness the power. All right, yeah, David in the back's no, over here. You just went freshly shaven. Yeah, I know. What are you doing over there? Come on. All right, so Swano's going to do that. So let's look into the future. Okay, so five years from now. What would you say about where the social media, uh, the marketing, where, where is it heading right now? Where is this? It's more of an intricate question than a Magic 8-Ball can yeah, answer. Yeah, and, you know, just, as, I'm like, more like Siemens of the future here. <laughs> well, to quote Gary Vee, and he always says it, he's like, 
I'm not Nostradamus and neither am I. Like, like I said, this thing is changing so fast yeah. and it's evolving in ways that we can barely even conceive. But I don't think it's going anywhere. I can tell you that one thing for sure. It's going to evolve. It's going to adapt. There might be a new platform coming out. It's yeah. always changing. But for one thing for sure is like, That's you know, storytellers have been here since the beginning of time. And now we have more opportunities than ever to tell stories in such incredible ways. So it's just about, yeah, telling those stories and making it really resonate with our true selves and obviously our audience because that's what it's all about. All right, and the last one. So if you were to go back in time, Kenzo, and look at when you first got started, I think you said 2011 when you started light bulbs, what advice would you give yourself speaking right now to that 2011 Kenzo? I would say triple down, quadruple down, 10x down on everything that I was doing back then because, you know, although I was going down the rabbit hole of content creation, putting stuff out there, I should have went harder, probably got in on Google ads and all that stuff too, but just like quadrupling, 10xing down on everything I was doing. Yeah. And today, probably if you were to say eight or five years from now, coming back to the 2019, I wish I would have tripled, quadrupled down in 2019, most, most likely, yeah. Just keep doing what you love. Keep following your yeah. passions. And, you know, if you do follow your passions and you do what you love and you just, you know, stay authentic. Don't get too wrapped in yeah. the rest of the world and what everyone's doing or follower numbers and stuff like that. But just stay true to your core and what you love and following your passions. And it will most often lead to the best things. So I love it. I think it's great. Um, all right, let's look at one question from the Magic 8-Ball. <laughs> Magic Eight Ball. Should Kenzo keep his beard? Oh, I was debating you shaving it. You may rely on it. All right, I'm keeping it. I almost shaved it yesterday, so I you know what? Yeah, yeah. I literally had the razor. I'm like, eh, maybe one more day. Maybe now, a couple more days. All right. Well, there you have it, everyone. Hopefully, today's show um, enlightened you a bit on, especially if you're a business owner that is building a brand that has legacy, that truly cares about what you're creating, what you're leaving, and then got some insights on how utilizing or leveraging the influencer economy can be of value to your brand right now and how to tap into the right ones. If you want to become an influencer, follow these guys. Follow High in Life, follow Kenzo Kieran. We'll make sure all their social uh, tags are here. But more importantly, guys, I want you to think about something. Where will you be in five years? If you are doing the same thing that you're doing right now, are you growing or are you falling backwards? Are you eager and jumping on the new trends that allows you to not only be innovative with your brand, but to inspire more people? See, you know, here in the Ensemble Branding Agency, we work on five levels. Number one is tell that story, which Kenzo said. Number two is create a promise, a promise that you will provide to your audience your customers and your followers that is undeniable and has a seal to the kiss promise. Number three, are you innovating? If you're doing the same old marketing, if you're still on billboards, you're still on magazines, you're still on flyers in the parking lots, guess what? You're probably out of business. Actually, you probably don't have social media because you can't afford a social uh, a bill to pay for your Wi-Fi. But right, I want you to be serious about this. Are you still only on Facebook ads? We use them. Darn it. We are double tapping, double clicking, triple dog downing on Instagram and Instagram stories. If you haven't followed our Instagram stories, watch them because they're great, right? Number four is part of our, our methodology here that we follow for helping our clients build sexy brands. That's the experience. 
Are you creating an experience for your follower, a way for them to buy from you easily? Do you know how to monetize and productize your knowledge so that you're not saying the same thing over and over again? Coaches and consultants, I know, talking to you, you need to learn how to automate what you're doing and the customer experience is flawless. So when they decide to click on that button, they get your product or they get connected to you flawlessly. And fifth is all those four create a customer for life. And are you following that? So that's what I got to leave for you guys today. Again, remember, we're always here for you. The Unstoppable Branding Agency is a one-stop, complete brand solution to help you create a sexy brand and leave a legacy. Guys, we've got an event coming up in January here in Bali, 27th to the February 1st. And we are going to be doing just that, telling your brand story through film, automating, productizing your knowledge, and sexifying your brand so the world wants it. Watch this clip, guys, and we'll see you on the inside and next week. Cheers, everyone, and be unstoppable! Adios. Brand awareness is key in today's modern digital era. And with the rapid growth of social media platforms and the simplicity for all brands to compete on the same playing field, business owners have to start getting creative with how their brand message reaches their clients and customers. Hi, I'm Rhonda Swan, the CEO and founder of the Unstoppable Branding Agency and the Sexy Brand Building Formula Programs, where we help our clients create a sexy brand through strategic brand marketing, image, and film. I believe every small business owner deserves to stand out in a sea of marketing messages and make their competition irrelevant with the right brand image, brand message, and strategy. If your brand and marketing is well thought out, but design and images look terrible, no one will take your business seriously. If your design is beautiful, but your marketing message isn't planned out so strategically, it will fall flat on its face. That's where our team comes in. We help our clients restructure their brand image with photo shoots and create a winning combination of strategic brand building through impeccable design and great storytelling through film. The world of business has changed. Because of social media, customers and clients are looking for transparency and connection. A business owner can no longer hide behind a website or rely on their services to attract the perfect client. They want realness and they want to see the truth behind the brand. As you can tell, we do things differently. And if that excites you, I want to invite you to book a consultation or join us at our upcoming VIP branding retreat and let us help you turn your brand into a sexy profit-making machine.